Welcome to the Coffee Kids and Crazy Podcast, a show about creating heart-to-heart connection with your kids. What's the difference between punishment and discipline? When we introduce fear and punishment into our relationship with our kids, it pushes out love. When we push out love, we push out God, because God is love. You don't have to use fear to try to control your kids. You also don't have to live in a lawless home without discipline or boundaries. It's possible to have kids who manage themselves and their relationships in a healthy, responsible way. Your podcast hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl, are here to answer your biggest parenting questions so that you can become a powerful parent. So get ready for Breakthrough as I welcome your hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl. We're back. I'm Brittany, and this is Seth, my good, good friend. We yep. love doing this podcast together, Coffee Kids and Crazy. It's awesome. And we're going to be talking about a question that we get often, um, mm-hmm. but it came in, and so we're going to dive into that. Um, but, you know, of course, we've got to start with a meme. We've got to start with our meme because the meme king is here with us, and he's got a good one, you know? I was thinking about this meme and thinking about the parents in the grocery stores mm-hmm. <laughs> versus in the car at the grocery store. <laughs> yes. So anyways. The meme is two pictures, a mm-hmm. top and a bottom. The top picture says parenting in public. And it's Jackie Chan with a, a little girl and he's talking all sweet. He's got a it's little smile level. on his face. He's at yeah. eye level. He's really listening to her. He's he's parenting in public Mm -hmm. and the bottom picture is parenting at home yes and it is it's not jackie chan but it is a some kind of warrior of some some kind of martial artist Mm -hmm. with a very serious look on his face and he is pointing the finger is out the finger is out the difference between parenting in, in public and parenting at home or in the grocery store versus in the car yes at the grocery store which I've had these moments, but I don't, I mean, I try and be the same because that's what I'm going for. But there's Me definitely too. been those moments where we are not going to have this conversation because I'm really frustrated. So I look a little bit sweeter than what's rage and what's just happening on the inside. But. You know, one thing I like to think about is I felt like the Lord asked me one time, he's like, hey, how would you, uh, how would you treat your family if you were in a reality TV show and there were cameras everywhere? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right. I would be aware that everyone's watching. Everything's happening. And yeah. so to to bring that into the home where it's like in pu- in public, you're like, everyone's watching. Put on a smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little kinder. Don't show exactly what's going on. But if you're at home, there's no accountability. What yeah. if you introduced accountability into your home was basically what I felt like the Lord was asking me. Is like I think that's what he was asking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another meme that we looked at. We didn't put it in here, but it's a, a baby kind of looking at them confused. And it said something along the line is, oh, they're talking to me in the same tone that they talked to the dog. Yes. That was another that one was we a, looked at. That's a good one. So, you know, like sit, stay, roll over. Stop. Stop it. Just was kind of funny think about i'm like but you know if you guys don't know Brittany's dog <laughs> can pray she this can. dog literally you put food on the tape on the floor she lays down puts her hands out and waits until you pray a prayer for her and you say amen and then she goes and eats the food I'm like oh my goodness that's an amazing trick and you don't even have to talk mean 
She may be better at it than my children at times. Yeah. Yeah. She's more patient, I should say, she in is. getting to the food. That That is definitely real. I'm she Usually we're praying for dinner. I'm me. like, Lincoln. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Just wait a second. <laughs> oh, well. There's that other meme. It's the squirrel with his <laughs> oh, cheeks all full. Like, yes. When you're already started eating and someone begins to pray and you're like... Yeah, your Mouth cheeks are full. full. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or when you're in the pantry and your kids come in, they're like, what are you eating? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Trying to pretend like there's nothing in your mouth. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but we were talking no. about memes. So we do have a question. That sort of has to do with the meme, the first meme we actually talked The first about. one, the parenting at home versus in public. So mm-hmm. the question is, what's the difference between discipline and punishment? I'm not sure when I'm punishing and when I'm disciplining them. And I think this is a very common question that we get. Super common. In that, you know, consequences, discipline, discipleship, punishment. What does the Bible say about all these different things? Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got something good to say. Yeah, I think we before we get into that part of it exactly, we need to talk about discipline, punishment, and why this mm-hmm. matters. So First John four eighteen. If you're listening to the Loving on Purpose Coffee Kids and Crazy podcast, you are probably aware of Danny Silk, and you've probably heard him teach this verse: "There is no fear in love, mm-hmm. but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves punishment." So, when we introduce fear into our relationship with our children, when we introduce punishment, we bring in fear, and fear pushes out love, just like mm-hmm. love pushes out fear and here's what's really crazy to me if god is love Mm -hmm. then god removes fear because he is perfect love but if we're introducing fear and punishment into our relationship with our children we're pushing god out of our home Mm. and that is that's scary that's why punishment we do not want punishment in our homes that's why these questions what's the difference between discipline and punishment Mm -hmm. how do i know what i'm doing is so important because and i've seen so many times so many times where people learn this and they're like, I don't want punishment in my home. I don't want fear in my home. I don't want to use fear to get my kids to do what I want them to do. Mm -hmm. Threatening punishment to them. And so they have a tendency to go completely the opposite direction and they don't discipline their kids and they don't have boundaries. And then, and so I want to show you another verse of why discipline is really, really Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. So this is Hebrews 12. Um, I'm not going to read the whole part, but it basically starts, this area, this section starts in verse 3, but I want to just hit on 7 and 8. It says, if you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons or children. For what child is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you're without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. This is a crazy verse to me. King James Version says, if you're without chastening, you're a bastard. That's basically what it says. You are a child that does not have parents. Hmm. You are like an orphan, Hmm. even though you have parents. So one thing I say is, just because kids live in a home with parents yeah. doesn't mean the orphan spirit's not going to try to influence them, not going to try to get them. You see it in the prodigal son Mm -hmm. story. You have God... He's the father. Jesus is talking about the father. You have God, the perfect father. Mm -hmm. And both sons are living like orphans in the home of the perfect father. So just because we have parents, just because our kids have parents, doesn't mean the orphan spirit's not going to try to get them. But what's crazy to me about this is if we don't discipline, 
You know, we get afraid. We're like, I don't want to punish my kids. God's not a punisher. I don't want fear. I don't want punishment. I want God present. I want love present right. in my relationship with my kids. We go the other direction. We stop disciplining sometimes. And if we stop disciplining, we don't realize we're actually inviting the orphan spirit into our homes, hmm. which is not good. No, that's crazy. I I mean, I think the the orphan spirit is, you know, where we're not allowing uh, that father to be there, that, that presence to guide, to disciple, all those things. And I think that that's, for me, when I look at the discipline and punishment, you know, to understand the difference and breaking it down in, in my head when I look at it is when I'm, I'm wanting behavior to change in my child, when I'm wanting them to be different um, and I go about it in a way that is driven by fear to help produce something different. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. I can feel it in my heart. Internally. Completely. Yeah. I can feel when I'm partnering with, I'd rather you be afraid of me and, and get do what I want and you get to. obedience than for you to have value for my, my discipleship of this relationship and us have to go through a process that takes a lot, a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hard part that, that parents struggle with is I, I think that they see punishment as almost more of an instant shift. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, they have a hard time moving away from this permission to have punishment because it, it feels more instant mm-hmm. because it's so fear driven. It works. Yes. And fear I've works. Had, I've, I've had mean. parents tell me, but fear works. It and does. I've said, absolutely. Just not how God does it. Right. And I think that for me, the, the fear piece of it is so scary because I, I, I look at like taking it away from even my own parents, but looking at different relationships that were leaders in my life, like different teachers I had, um, the ones I was, that were so fear driven, um, more punishment focused with, you know, schooling and there wasn't much grace. There was never a place of feeling safe. Yeah. There was never a place of feeling that I could be vulnerable and make a mistake. So it was always hiding and withholding and you never got my best. Mm -hmm. So you take that into a home Mm -hmm. as a parent, which means that you're basically setting your child up to never get their best because they're always living on the defense of you. And you never get the real them Mm -hmm. because they put on a performance. Yeah. They start performing so they don't get in trouble. Completely. So they don't get punished. I'm trying to avoid punishment because I'm so afraid. So I'm going to do the right thing. Like I've even said sometimes, I'm like, usually the most well behaved Christian children mm-hmm. are the ones that are most afraid of their parents. Totally. Which I think this is where, um, you know, there's something that has to shift in understanding what discipline will produce in your child versus punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my own journey of, you know, I grew up with most of my life, this stuff, um, earlier days, it was not, but you know, I think that even in the biggest mistake that I made in my life and, and walking away from the Lord, there was still a place of, I was safe in, in this failure with my parents. And it was so much because a lot of the punishment they removed early on. Where I think when we invite and, and move into a place of discipline, 
there's a, there's a discipling that happens with our kit, which is one of the most beautiful things to be able to walk through. You've made a huge mess and we're going to clean it up. Like I remember walking through mess after mess after mess with my kids. And what are you going to do? Like even with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's this, I'm not going to remove myself from this, your mess, but I'm going to insert myself as, as a, encourager to keep walking out the process until you've resolved the problem yeah which is so much more work and i'm with you in it all yes and and that's the part that where we're leaning in and modeling the father that says i'm here and 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 you can choose to be an orphan still but i'm not going anywhere so eventually you know i mean the prodigal son like you said Mm -hmm. when he finally came to his father was there yeah it was like I've Running never, I've never left you. I've always positioned myself here. It's you that chose something. Different. What's crazy too is the son comes up and begins to confess his sin. Mm-hmm. Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. And he wants to say, "Make me like one right. of your hired mm-hmm. servants." What's crazy in that story is the father ignores his son's confession, and what his son is doing is attempting to change his identity with his father to become the identity he deserves based on his actions. Make me Mm -hmm. like one of your hired servants. Let me back on the property. And the father completely ignores it, Mm -hmm. interrupts him so that he can turn his head, yell at all the servants. Mm -hmm. Right. Go get everything. Bring his robe, his ring, his Mm -hmm. sandals, Mm -hmm. kill the fatted calf. Son, what were you saying? Yeah. Son, what were you talking about? You know what he's He's disciplining his son. He's humbling Mm -hmm. his son he's not humiliating his son he's humbling his son and he's saying i will not allow you to treat yourself to see yourself based on what you've done Mm -hmm. i'm going to remind you who you are and we're going to party right now (laughs) like wait a second are you kidding me it reminds me like i think it was one of your brothers like your mom tells a story about he gets in trouble she has to go pick him up at school and she's like She's like, hey, you want to go get ice cream? Levi, my son. Like, the, I, this story messed me up. Yeah. I mean, she would be great to tell it. But, yeah, he doesn't he get, like, yeah, so kicked he, out of school one he day? He refuses to do his schoolwork, you know, which I think has happened a couple times. And um, he just was not in a good spot. So she picks him up, and they go to the, I think, the post office. And he's just got the whole countenance of shame um just wanting to partner with just even that orphan spirit of just i'm i'm not worthy mm-hmm. and she stops and before she gets out of the car and she says levi my son i'm so proud of you Safe. which you know his behavior of why she's there there would be no reason why he she would say that except for she's not talking to this moment she's yeah. talking to who his he is in his character so then fast forward again they're in the um the grocery store and she stops and multiple times in the aisles and and different times and says levi my son i'm so proud of you yeah. and so here she is over and over again reminding him that your behavior does not define my love for you that i will call out your greatness and that i will disciple you through these moments where you have to learn to be a better person than what your behavior is saying be who you truly are and exactly. stop acting like someone you're not so so this is the part where I, again for me you have to be willing to be in the long haul 
when you're fighting against, do I want to do discipline or do I want to do punishment? Because punishment is going to remove the opportunities where I get to partner with you and walk you through the hardest, most worst decisions you've ever made. Mm-hmm. Or I can, I, can, I can call out your greatness and I can walk you through. That doesn't mean you're not going to have to have consequences. It doesn't mean that you have yep. to have all the answers. But what it does mean is I'm not going to leave your side and we're going to walk through this together. Hey everyone, if you're excited to see breakthrough in your family but are still unsure about how to teach your kids what it means to keep their love on, we can help. Life Academy Kids is on-demand video lessons for kids to learn the principles of being a powerful person, loving well, and creating healthy relationships. Your kids will have such a better future when it comes to managing themselves and their relationships if you sign them up for Life Academy Kids. I can guarantee it. If you want to help your kids become successful in their future relationships, go to lifeacademykids.com to get access. Now back to Brittany and Seth. One of the things I've seen in your life and we've talked about a lot is when when you are disciplining, when you're allowing your child, you're delivering consequences, you're allowing them to experience the consequence mm-hmm. of their choices because that's a yeah. huge part of discipline is like you make choices and there are consequences. I'm right. not going to protect you from the consequences and not discipline you. I'm not going to punish you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually allow you to face real yeah. consequences for your decision. But the way you deliver, you say... Deliver the consequences with empathy. Mm-hmm. I know this is hard. I know this yeah. hurts. I feel your pain. Like, be with them in it. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, the worst thing to do is, well, I told you not to do it. Right. I told you so. If you would have just listened to me, it's like, oh, you're delivering consequences with a heart of punishment mm-hmm. versus I'm deliver. I'm allowing your consequences and delivering them with a heart of discipline. Mm-hmm. I'm sad for you. I'm hurt with you. Mm-hmm. This is rough. Right. It's real life. You have to have a consequence for what you did. I, that's to me. It goes back to the first thing you said of like, I feel it. Oh yeah. Because I've watched a lot of parents like being around loving on purpose and learning this before I ever even had kids. <laughs> I was learning this, practicing this in children's church with hundreds of children. Like I am so thankful I had kids church to practice. <laughs> you had a lot for of years practice. before I had yeah. my own kids. I'm like. Well, I'm, I've actually practiced giving choices. So I'm not like, hey, do you want to stop or do you want to quit? Do you want to knock it off or do you want to... Want me to knock you knock, off? Yeah, knock you. <laughs> like, I actually had practiced this a lot. Mm-hmm. But that whole um, loving on purpose, this mindset, mm-hmm. this... I've, I've seen so many parents that are like, the tools, I'm doing the tools mm-hmm. and it's not working. Like, oh... You're using the tools, but the heart mm-hmm. is still punishment. Like, you know, I see it with the hassle timer, for example. Like, you're using the hassle timer to try to force your kids to do what you want them to do right now. Right. Instead of using the hassle timer to allow them to do what you don't want them to do, and then they pay it back later. I'm like, the heart is the part. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the tool you use. You mm-hmm. can use the right tool with the heart of punishment oh, yeah. or the or the heart of discipline, mm-hmm. and it feels different. Yeah. So how people are like this this person's asking like how do I know the difference? I'm not sure when I'm you feel it. And it's I, not the tool. It's the It is. And I think that's a, probably the one of the hardest parts is when you've operated in punishment all the time. Um 
you're not paying attention to your empathy meter mm-hmm. and you're not paying attention to I'm I'm trying to get something from you and I'm willing to sacrifice something to get it in in a way that I want justification, I want vengeance. I mean, I want you to pay. There's something in there that I want you to pay something. It's got to cost you. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing with punishment is like when your child um Steal something from the grocery store. There's still a mm-hmm. candy bar from the the you know the totally checkout as a child checkout aisle, and they you get outside of your car and here's this parent with, how'd you get that? Where'd that come from? And they're like, I don't know. I don't and know. like you took it. Oh my gosh. So I what's happening right here is like the parent is overwhelmed with embarrassment. Mm-hmm. First thing, recognize your own feelings, mm-hmm. embarrassment, humiliation, and I have a choice. I'm going to teach my kid a lesson by humiliating them. And there's probably fear in there of like, if you keep doing this, you're going to be a criminal. You're going to go to jail. And this stuff happens so fast. It's microseconds. You've had 40 thoughts Mm -hmm. and it's all. So I had a friend who came over and their little girl left with one of Lincoln's toy. Like she put it down her pants Mm -hmm. so that nobody would know. And they get home. They're like, where's this? She goes, I took it. They're like, why'd you take it? And she says, because I wanted it. And they're like, you can't take it. So she, mom calls me and she's like, I'm so sorry. I, I don't want her to do ever steal things. And I'm worried that this is going to be something. What do I do? I don't know how to how to punish her. I don't know how to discipline her. Because what if she does this for all the time? I'm like, okay, calm down. Yeah. She's four. Mm-hmm. She saw something she wanted. So she took it. Pretty normal behavior. Yeah. So I think. Every child on earth. I think. I said, sounds like she has a mess. What is the mess? You know, so I'm asking this parent question, like, what's the mess? I said, what do you need? She goes, I need, I need, I need her never to do that. I said, why? She's like, well, I can't believe that we went to your house. I said, so are you embarrassed? Are you afraid that I'm going to Mm -hmm. punish your daughter? Are you afraid that I'm going to see your daughter as tainted? I said, because that is not the mess that she's got to clean up. Are you afraid I'm not going to be friends with you now because your daughter took a toy from my son? Right. So, so again, we come with all of this and we start to parent out of it. So wow. I said, I think the only mess that really happened is with Lincoln. Yeah. I said, so that's what I would work on. She's more than welcome to call him and she can clean up her mess. Yeah. So she did. She FaceTimed him and said... I'm sorry, I saw your toy and I wanted it and I took it. I shouldn't have done that. And Lincoln's like, okay, that's all right. Just don't take my toys anymore. And she's like, okay. And she's been over many times and it's not happened again. But it's just that, again, when we interject our own feelings, that's where the punishment kind of creeps in. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for something that maybe is not the problem. Wow. And we have to be willing to be like, okay, what is the problem? And where are we interjecting our own feelings? Where are we seeking punishment? Because we feel like that's the, what the world sought us to do yeah. is that's what we need to do. Yeah. So I, I think that the biggest thing of when I'm punishing and when I'm disciplining is what's your goal? Mm-hmm. Is your goal to stay connected and for them to learn? Or is your goal to get obedience and compliance? I think that's a big thing for me. And this is huge. Because a lot of parents think their goal is supposed to be obedience. Yeah. Is that true? 
I think that when you have a connected heart with your kids, you get a obedience because they have value for your their relationship with you. I think it's First John five four something like this. It says, "The love of God, loving God, is you obey His commandments, and they're not a burden. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to obey mm-hmm. when there's love, when right. there's true connection." Which the other scripture is, "Don't be like the horse with the bit and the bridle." That you know that's how you're maneuvered, but that He guides you with your His, his eye. eye. So. I'm from this place. I am moved. But not the evil eye. Not the evil eye, no. But I'm moved by heart of relationship and value for each other. Like I tell the story where Delaney, super sassy, disrespectful, embarrasses me in front of a bunch of people. And then I go to find her later and she's locked herself in the bathroom crying. And I'm like, what happened? What's going on? And she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't go after her to go, you need to apologize to me and all those people. Why would she have to apologize to all those people? Her offense was with me. Mm-hmm. But what what I makes me feel better is if you acknowledge my my humiliation. Yeah. So, but when I went in there, she's crying because she realizes she hurt our relationship, and and because yeah. I've built connection, she's already managing her heart towards me yeah. and finding a way to repent and yeah. mend the relationship. That only happens when there's connection. Completely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just know I, lo- I love this so much. <laughs> okay. You said, yeah, she hurt us. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I want to get into in a minute is the fear of God. Because we've talked about fear involves punishment. But what about the fear of God? Aren't we supposed to fear mm-hmm. God? Like this is a common question I've got over the years. What about the fear of God? So we're going to get there. But she wasn't. She was afraid that she'd she'd hurt you, mm-hmm. and she knew it. She'd hurt us, our relationship, your relationship. Yeah. And I think a, a element of the fear of God is, I I don't want my kids to avoid sin because they're afraid I will hurt them. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to avoid sin because they're afraid to hurt us. Mm-hmm. That shift only happens with connection. Or if they sin, I don't want my kids to be afraid to come to me. Mm-hmm. I want them to be afraid to stay away. Yeah. And and this is the thing of um with punishment, we withhold love to get obedience. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of parents do is we will until you obey and there's obedience, you won't get my love and affection or an approval. Mm-hmm. Which, which good. Which leads to another place. Until you change, I won't forgive you. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to the fear of God. I want to talk about one more verse because of that. The fear of God is super important. Mm-hmm. Matters. It really matters. Um, but this is Psalm 130, verse 3 and 4. It says, If you, O Lord, should count sins, mm-hmm. O Lord, who could stand? The obvious answer is nobody. Right. Like, we're all... We're all on the ground. No one's standing. <laughs> if the Lord kept track of our sins, right. if he if he counted our sins against us, we're all done. Right. The answer is no. Mm-hmm. No one at all. If you, O Lord, should count sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you, there is forgiveness. That you may be feared. So how does the fear of God come to a person's heart, to a person's life? How does a person become afraid to stay away? 
instead of afraid to come to? How does a person avoid sin because they're afraid, like, I don't actually want to hurt my parents, so I won't do that. Mm-hmm. How do you get to that place? I'm afraid to hurt my family. I'm afraid to hurt my connection. Well, here's the key, forgiveness. The fear of God is imparted into a heart that knows they've been forgiven, that knows God's not going to right scold, punish. scold, punish. And that's that's where that fear of God comes in. Is like, oh, I approach my kids from a place of forgiveness, not to try and get, get them to change so then I can extend forgiveness to them. I don't forgive you when you change. Mm-hmm. I, I forgive you to help you change mm-hmm. so that you begin to hate. The fear of God is to hate evil. The Bible says you begin to hate the very things that hurt us. You begin in, in the context of God, right. you begin to hate the very things that put Jesus on the cross. Which I just think like... That fear of God is, it's it's such a relational aspect. I'm a, I'm afraid to be distant from you mm-hmm. because it's it's those places when we when we disconnect from the Lord or we disconnect from our children that we remove remembering the the beliefs and we insert the lies. You know, I feel like that's where I stop believing that I'm forgivable. Mm-hmm. And that God's not the punisher. So I, it's like that disconnect place happens instead of the, the fear of God. I don't want to ever be away from you. And that's what I fear. Yeah. I fear being all alone by myself, mm-hmm. an orphan. I feel being and yeah. living like an orphan all on my it. own. All, I don't want that. Right. That's horrible. That's, that I'm going to stay close. That's the real. And it comes when we know. He's not going to punish us. That's what forgiveness is. He removes the threat of punishment so that we can actually fear him. Right. Which is what we're trying to get you to do as parents is to see the difference Mm -hmm. and to act and parent in a way that is pressing in for, I'm going to choose to disciple you, to discipline you and walk alongside of you, even though it's a much harder road and so much more is required of me. Mm -hmm. The fruit at the end is that there's a loving connection that we both value and protect. And so obedience comes from that place. And it's, it's this, this beautiful heavenly design of this parent child relationship. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. It is beautiful. (laughs) It It is so good. I think about, um, we had a babysitter one time at our house and, um, she wasn't, didn't know any of our stuff that we did. And, and she was kind of barking out orders to our kids about, you know, get dressed, go pick out a book. It's time for bed. You need to do this, need to do that. And my kids are so used to living in a place of choices and, um, something happened and, and they kind of, I don't know that they snapped at them, but they just responded in a way where they weren't used to doing anything like this yeah and Adeline just broke down in tears and said I need choices and 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 the babysitter was like I didn't know what to do because I've never experienced a child that was able to verbalize kind of the experience that they were having of feeling controlled or feeling kind of like this more of a dictatorship Mm -hmm. in, in the relationship and I think Addie was I mean it was before we moved down here so she was probably three yeah and um, the babysitter felt so bad. And she was, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, hey, you didn't know. It's okay. Yeah. But it just was so fun to hear Adeline be able to, at three, verbalize, like, this is not our culture. Mm-hmm. We don't 
we don't this operate. This is not how we operate. Yeah. And this is, I don't know who you are and what you're doing, but somebody help me because this is like, I I don't want to live in this. Yeah. So I, I, I say that because I do I'm, a lot better when you let me choose. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you tell me what to empower do. Empower me. And, and I don't feel like there's a fight for control. And I think that's another piece with the punishment aspect is when we're fighting for something instead of sharing it. Yeah. So. I feel like we could go a lot of different directions <laughs> we, from here. We could, we could keep talking and talking, <laughs> but we need to save this stuff for another episode probably. I do want to end with one other verse that I just thought of. It's Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six. It's about the new covenant. It says um, that the Lord has taken out the heart of stone mm-hmm. and put in a heart of flesh. The Ten Commandments were written on stones. Mm-hmm. So God takes out of us the heart when when it, when a person's born again, takes out the heart that requires rules, law to engage it. it requires law, mm-hmm. requires keeping track of your sins and punishing you for them. That's what the law is, right? Keeping track of your sins. It takes out the heart that works by rules and puts in a heart that works by voice, by touch, by love, by presence. And so, with this, with all of this conversation, for me, it boils down to. Do I want my kid's performance or do I want my kid's heart? Mm -hmm. And understanding if I want your heart, I have to remove the punishment. I have to remove the keeping track of your sins. I have to remove the treating you like like your behavior instead of who you actually are, your identity. I have to remove that from me. Otherwise, I cannot engage your heart. Your heart will not be in it if I'm introducing punishment and rules and law at that level. Yeah. So good. I remember my mom, she has a saying that at the end of the day, I just want to know that I have your heart, you know? And so I think that's the, that's really what I'm, I want people to walk away with is that at the end of the day, at the end of the hard day, the long day, whatever kind of a day, can you say you have their heart? Yeah. And, and if you can't, what do you need to do to go get it? So that's what I would challenge you with is, is go and get their hearts. Yes. That's the best thing you can do. So, well, thanks for joining us. We had a lot of fun on this one. Yep. All right. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye. If you want more help teaching your kids how to manage themselves and create healthy relationships Don't forget to sign up for our brand new on-demand video lessons for kids, Life Academy Kids. You can do that at lifeacademykids.com. If you found this episode helpful, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating, and share it with a friend. You can also watch the show on our Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.